0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is of the day that you're joining us. This is the Tulsa World Scene uh, video slash podcast, where the staff of the Tulsa World uh, Entertainment and Lifestyle Department uh, share with you uh, useful information and useless trivia. Uh, I'm joined here today by the lovely and talented Grace Wood and the lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell. Um, probably the biggest thing coming up in the uh, pop culture world in the next few days is going to be the latest iteration of the Batman, and I believe, Jimmy, you've got something
1: on that, and why don't you start us off? Yeah, it coincides with the opening for the Admiral Twin for the 2022 season, so the Batman will be one of the movies they're showing on Friday when they open for the season. Uh, I think Kong versus Godzilla and some other stuff is uh, part of the thing as well but uh, I'll I'll have not only a story about the Admiral Twin reopening but oh by the way here's a ranking of all the previous Batman movies my opinion which one was the best uh, top to bottom I don't know if you guys have seen all or some of the Batman movies but do you have a favorite Batman movie that you've you've seen Go,
0: go for it Grace
2: I've actually only seen The Dark Knight, but I know people really like that one. So I guess maybe that's the best one. Okay. <laughs> I think Christian Bale was a really good Batman. So,
1: Which is a tough thing. Really, there's about six people on Earth that the fans are happy with being Batman. Because they hated Michael Keaton before he was Batman. And then they loved him. And then they dogged Ben Affleck before he was Batman. But I thought he was fine as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... James, you got a favorite Batman movie or no? Well, I I, I was gonna
0: say um, I liked the I liked the movie The Dark Knight, and I liked that that series, even if I wasn't a huge fan of of Christian Bale. I mean, he's a great actor and he did a good job, but. Um, the i have i i have i have a soft spot soft spot in my eight-year-old heart for adam west from the old tv series sure which is very um kid oriented and cartoony um and something that probably grace has absolutely no idea what i'm talking about and that's fine (laughs) but I was one of the few, I think, I, I, I know that my reaction when I, when I heard Michael Keaton as Batman, my reaction was that could work mm. because the thing about the, the reason I thought that is because Keaton would be able to get across the vulnerability. You know, he didn't look like a tough brooding person. He looked like an every everyday sort of person and who would need to you know wrap himself in bulletproof stuff and go out and and do things. So I, I was I was I really I really liked to the point that I thought almost Jack Nicholson almost ruined it. He was so he was just a little too right. He he didn't have the right. If we had Michael Keaton uh, going up against Heath Ledger's Joker, that would have been great.
1: (laughs) But that's just... Well, people um, don't realize it, but the the Batman of the 60s you're talking about, the TV series, I'm sure you know, uh, two months after the first season ended, they had a major motion picture with Adam West, Burt Ward, a Batman movie with all of his cast of villains. And it was... Exactly in the same vein as the TV show, uh, you know, shark repellent and all. Shark repellent. Yep. How do you throw away this bomb? You can't throw it over here in the water because there's ducks floating around. All, but uh, the, I rank that one higher than people might suspect. That the the campy Batman movie. Well, I, and, and I and, and this is
0: you know a lot of people have done these kind of lists before, and one of the ones that always seems to land high is the animated version. But I think it's the actress Kevin McCarthy did the voice, and then a lot of people have thought that that was maybe one of the better mm-hmm. Batmans of all time, but oh well. We'll, we'll see what comes of, of, of this. one. Am I right in thinking this is a three-hour movie?
1: Yeah, just like, I mean, Gilligan's Island was a three-hour tour. You know, you could go on <laughs> Gilligan's Island's uh, cruise, you could watch the Batman movie. Three... I don't know where this started, but three hours to me is too long. Every movie anymore is two and a half hours. Give me a ninety-minute movie from nineteen seventy-five. That's what I want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the same thing with theater. I mean, one of the things that we'll have a coming Friday is a review of a play called "Heroes of the Fourth Turning" that Theater Tulsa is doing, and it's—I mean—it's essentially five people sitting around talking, um, and it's three hours. And it's, but fortunately, the, 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 what they're talking about, and, 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 and the ability of, 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 of the local actors is such that it doesn't seem that long, but still there's, I mean, that kind of seems to be, it's, it's either two acts in three hours, or it's 90 minutes straight
1: through, and that's, that's what you, that's what you have in in place it's it's an interesting interesting Grace, grace what do you want from a movie you want you want it to be two and a half hours you want to be out of there in two hours what's ideal
2: um i think with my attention span you know a little (laughs) bit a little bit shorter the better i went and saw james bond like the new one um like a couple months ago with my dad and obviously was like loving the story and it felt like very dramatic but towards the very end i was like I gotta get out of here. It's always weird when you go into the theater and it's light outside, and then you leave and it's dark. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was such a time suck. So <laughs> I think shorter for me, the better.
0: Yeah. A lot. Well, I, well and, and it used to be um, they would build they would build in intermissions. I remember going to see Lawrence of Arabia, and that's like four hours, and and it had an intermission. Uh, you know. And same thing with Gone with the Wind. You know, these were these were these were events, and, and and I don't I don't I. While we have you know big blockbuster movies, do we have
1: events like that? Are there movies that I don't know? It just seemed, it seems it seems like critical because we're talking about this, and yet if I turn in a seventy inch story, and the boss wants to cut it to sixty eight inches. I say, Oh, you know, oh my God, I, I can't cut those two inches. So, you know, I shouldn't complain, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, I've, I've
0: been, I've been in that situation. I remember one time I did a story I was working for the Tribune and they said that I needed to fit it into a 12 inch space and I needed 15 inches to tell the story properly. So I write the story and I turn it in and i was sitting at the copy desk when the, when it, when it went through and it got assigned to a copy editor, the copy editor said, and the copy chief said, it needs to be three inches shorter. And the lady spent a half an hour looking at, it. she says, I can't cut this thing. Mm. And the copy chief says, give it to me. I can cut three inches out of anything. He spent a half an hour with it. Finally, he called down. He said, we need to drop another story to get this in because mm. it was I don't even remember what it was. I just remember being terribly proud that I'd written it in such a way that it could not be edited shorter. I haven't had that experience ever again. (laughs) But I had it once. (laughs) Oh, well. Well, um, since since no doubt uh, Batcave plays a big role in the Batman, uh, uh, getting one's own uh, Batcave into shape for the new year is... Uh, a concern of many, and I think you have some something to share with that, uh, um, Ms. Wood, about. Uh...
2: Yeah, I really love that transition. <laughs> um, so yeah, this next weekend, we've got the 73rd annual Greater Tulsa Home and Garden Show happening at the Expo Square. It's going to be Thursday, March 10th through Sunday, March 13th, and they're going to have items from I think over 375 different vendors. So it's going to be a really huge home improvement event. Um, I talked to several different vendors about like what they're bringing to the show as well as the CEO of the Home Builders Association who's like putting on the event just to kind of get like a little bit more background. So definitely go read that if you want to. Um, But something I thought was cool is that they're making it like a very entertaining event So that even people who aren't interested in homes and gardens per se can still like get the most out of it and have a good time. So the HBA actually hired the Pompeo family to perform and they're, I don't know if you've heard of them but they're like a family circus act who have trained their dogs to do like these amazing stunts and acrobatics, and they were on America's Got Talent so I think that's really interesting, and I think it's going to be, you know, a really cool and fun event with a lot of different things to see.
1: I'm now looking forward to the segue from what you said, (laughs) family circus, to what you're going to talk about later. (laughs) Well, that's a very good
0: question. Um, We could, uh, well, comic strip, family circus. yeah, we have family circus. We have the comic strip, and also it's all about animals. So uh, we'll have a we interview uh, Stefan Pastas, who is the uh, creator and cartoonist of Pearls Before Swine, which you can follow daily in the, in the Tulsa world. Um, that uh, he uh, debuted in right at the end of 2001. Um, and uh, he is coming to town on March 9th uh, for a a book signing event that is part of what he calls, I got to get out of the house to him. Um, he's released recently released his, it is 18th, 18th pearls before swine treasury. Uh, no, it's not anyway. He, it's the latest treasury, which gathers together uh, 18 months of daily and Sunday strips that he's then gone back in and, um, uh, Annotated, uh, he says it's it's like doing a director's cut of a video. He'll talk about you know what he thought was funny and that nobody else did, and you know things, the angry emails that he's gotten about it. It's a it's a fairly wide ranging thing. And one thing we will um uh, well we we'll point out is is how he uh, seems to kind of know what's going to happen uh, and gets cartoons about it before it happens. So there've been some. <laughs> Some amazing coincidences that have happened in his career. So you uh, can look forward to that on Sunday. Um, Jimmy, what have you got coming this Sunday?
1: Well, Bass Reeves is in the news, the historical figure, uh, the legendary lawman from, from Indian Territory, pre-statehood, because Taylor Sheridan, creator of Yellowstone, is going to do a mini miniseries uh, on Bass Reeves. So I will have... Uh, a story for people on for readers on Sunday about uh, here's where you can go kind of regionally to learn more about bass reefs.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's see what it well, if and and speaking of, 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 of regionally, if you are um, in the need for um, food and drink, we have uh, some recommendations that's coming uh coming coming days uh there's a new place uh on cherry street called sidecar barley and wine bar it's, it's primarily um, uh a drinks establishment but they have they have interesting food if you as me are are there for the food and we also uh do uh have a story coming up on tim's midtown diner that is the uh it's a, a place at 32nd and Harvard that has been a family-run diner since 1976, and uh, Tim uh, Shadlow is, is the newest owner. He took over in uh, late last year, and um, if you're into, you know, good home cooking diner food, we'll give you we'll give you the upshot on that. And uh, coming up will be a uh, review of 1907 Barbecue, which is the latest uh, addition to the Mother Road Market uh, food hall. A lot of people know it for its uh, uh, food truck that has been uh, associated with local uh, breweries, Um, but they now have a, a... space in the mother road market and we talked with uh, one of the owners justin carroll who said that uh that he that they are in the smallest space smallest restaurant space uh in the mother road but he said even though it's only about 300 square feet he says it feels like you know gigantic compared to the 68 square feet they had in the food truck so (laughs) and the food that comes out of it is is, is it's top-notch so look for that in uh, future issues of the Tulsa World available at uh, Find news agents everywhere and online at tulsaworld.com and if you need to uh, relive uh, the scintillating conversation it's available on uh, any place where you get uh, your podcasts, such as uh, the, Apple apps, the Apple app for podcasts, Spotify, and, and all the rest. Um, that I think that'll do for this week. So on behalf of my colleagues, Jimmy Trammell and Grace Wood, we will gladly see you later.
2: Bye. <laughs>